What is up, beautiful people? I am Lachlan Samuel, and this is the Open Up Podcast, the show that is making mental health mainstream. The way we do that is we interview people about the deepest, darkest, most traumatic and challenging moments and periods of their life. We go over what they went through, how they overcome it, any tips, tools and tactics that they use to do so, any lessons that they've taken away from that period in their life, and then where they're at now, how they've turned that pain into purpose. All I can say is that I'm just truly, truly grateful. And I absolutely believe that together, me and you, and the sharing of these stories, we will make mental health mainstream. Let's go. What is up, beautiful people? Just give me a second, gonna turn these lights on. Pow! Pow! Alright, now, the reason for this video is purely to go over the end or the, the back end of that video that I did about the lessons I learned from Bridge. So, in reflection, uh, while listening to that episode, I realized that it was very, very irresponsible of me as someone in this space, as someone who has uh, somewhat of a platform, who has somewhat of a voice in the mental health self-development space. Uh, it was very irresponsible for me to end that episode, that video, that podcast the way that I did. So essentially what I did was I said, this was my default setting. Uh, my one is when things get hard, when I get stressed out, I use all the anger that I harbor against myself, self-loathing comes up, self-hate comes up, and then I say to myself, you're a piece of shit, and my default is, you should kill yourself. And that's where I left it. Very, very irresponsible of me to do that without providing some sort of insight into how I'm... Uh, working through that or trying to overcome that and so that's what I want to speak about today is how I'm working through my default being you should kill yourself because since then I've had quite a few messages of people saying that's the same thing for me whenever life gets too hard whenever I get too stressed out I revert back to you should kill yourself um, so how I'm working through it personally is obviously awareness and mindfulness is a huge part of any sort of transformation but when it comes to the default of going directly to you should take your life not staying in that space in that headspace in that thought or that loop uh, not staying in that for too long is essential it's important it's imperative uh, and that's going to determine whether you compound that and let that turn into something that eventually becomes an attempt or not. So for me, not staying in that thought and that cycle is so, so important. And how I've worked on that over the last, well, let's say three years since I first attempted to take my life. And I guess the last two years, or four years, in the last two years since I was evacuated from Wheatstone for being suicidal, I've worked on that by implementing Wim Hof, of implementing uh, meditation. While I read a book, 
say I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'll have a pen with me, and as I'm reading down the page, if I'm noticing that my mind's drifting from the story, or whatever is written in this book, I'll just stroke the top of the page to bring my mind back to, oh wow, that's how often I'm drifting off. And as you go throughout the book, especially if it's a novel, um, one of those longer personal development books, you should see on the top, when you look at all the marks on the pages, you should see that slowly start to dwindle, and that's because you are cultivating uh, more mindfulness, more self-awareness, more awareness. And in doing so, in cultivating that, becoming more mindful of what it is that you're thinking, what it is that you're allowing to uh, come into your sphere, into your environment, your mental environment, the more you become aware of that, the better you get at pulling yourself away. And so the logical next step of that, after cultivating that mindfulness, is pulling yourself away from that thought, from that default setting of, I want to kill myself or I want to take my life because X, Y, Z. So the next logical step is immediately transitioning, transitioning from that negative, destructive, toxic thought to one that is positive, one that is empowering, as Tony Versich would say. Would say. So <clears throat> going from that negative thought to a positive one, literally just swapping that out with an affirmation. Now, my ones are, I am, and this is one that I use for my daughter. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that until now. I am strong. I am smart. I am beautiful, I am happy, I am kind, I am amazing, I am enough. And I will literally say that out loud, you know, because you can think it in your head, but as soon as you speak it, that goes through your ears, that's processed as stimuli, and you have to take that on board. It's like having a third-person perspective. So that's one of mine. Um, when I get nervous before I speak, I say I'm a gifted and confident public speaker, if my belief is waning in my ability to make one of these videos, do a podcast, um, speak in public, or anything to do with open up, um, my affirmation is I am the one to make. I am the one who will make mental health mainstream. And you just need to figure out what's right for you. So you will know what the trauma is or what the underlying belief is that's causing you to. Uh, default straight to you need to take your life you're not worthy xyz and so you need to put that affirmation make that an affirmation that takes you from that disempowered state to an empowered state so something that is positive that is uh, that correlates to that limiting belief or that trauma or whatever it is that's making you default to something so negative toxic and destructive from there just let me read me notes uh, yes, that was irresponsible of me. Uh, do, 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 do. Now, in saying this, what I'm saying, this doesn't have to be the same for you. You can go and find whatever works for you. This is just me explaining what works for me personally. So please don't take this as gospel. Please don't take this as, if this doesn't work for me, then I'm fucked. Because you're not. You're a fucking amazing human being. You were, uh, what was it, 4 trillion to 1 uh, odds to become a sperm that become a human being. So enjoy that shit. Enjoy the experience in this meat suit as you. Because you're fucking amazing. Um, but one of the things I've noticed 
that adds to adds to my uh, I guess well, letting myself get to that point where I default to take your life, kill yourself, you're a piece of shit is unexpressed anger. So unexpressed anger uh, for me, I always thought I was a person who was calm, who was chilled out. Yeah, man, I'm so calm. You know, judging people who got angry, who expressed it. Oh, they don't know. They don't know how to control themselves. I'm better than them. What I realized in the last couple of weeks is that I'm just someone who is good at suppressing anger, which isn't good at all. Because <laughs> eventually, uh, as we know from psychology and Sigmund Freud, when you suppress desire, emotion, anger, all that sort of stuff, it usually comes up as slips of tongue or, you know, comes up through dreams. But mine comes up through being aggressive, being hostile, being short, having uh, a short temper. And then because I'm expressing that towards other people, I get really uh, upset at myself, disappointed in myself because I'm someone in, in the mental health space who is doing this sort of content. I get upset with myself, disappointed with myself, and I judge myself, and that turns into hate that I've suppressed, that I use against myself through self-loathing, self-hate, which obviously becomes, you're a piece of shit, you're not worthy, take your life. So very, very important, like I said, cultivating that awareness, uh, that's only through like four, four or so years of me building that awareness through mindfulness practices that I could get to that point a couple of weeks ago where I could have that revelation and make that correlation and tie that all together and think, holy shit, <laughs> uh, I, thought of the, I thought I was this calm, chill person, but really, I'm just good at suppressing anger, which isn't good for me, the people that I love, or anyone that I come into contact with, especially while I'm doing these videos or podcasts. So, once you have awareness, you build that mindfulness, you implement an affirmation so you can switch from a negative thought to a positive one, uh, then you need to decide who you're going to uh, speak to about that. A communication is key. Communication is so damn important. And I know most people are not going to want to speak to anyone, let alone their partner. So what I'd say, what I'd suggest is that you get started with the journaling. Write down exactly what it is you're thinking. Do not judge what you're thinking. Just write it all down. If you were to read my journal, if you were to read the notes that I uh, wrote them in the car yesterday while I was having a little cry, whew, I think you'd be shocked, possibly traumatized, but that's what you need to do. You need to get it out authentically need to be raw, you need to be vulnerable, because if you can't be vulnerable with yourself, how are you going to be vulnerable with anyone else? And so in journaling, going through that process, you cultivate that ability to become vulnerable, that ability to trust yourself and what it is that you're expressing. And then from there, you choose who you're going to communicate to. For me, that is my partner. Uh, it's taken her a while to get to a place where she was comfortable holding me in that space and that's understandable because someone who is saying, I'm not worthy of life, I should just take my life, that's how shit I am. That's a hard position for anyone to be in, whether you're professional or not. So please be understanding of that. Please choose someone who you feel is ready emotionally 
who is resilient enough mentally to hold you through that expression and that process. What works for me and my partner is what I journal, what I write down in my notes or in my journal, or my diary, whatever. I will literally take time to write that. I'll give it to her. She will read it and then she'll know exactly what it is that I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. That is so, so helpful, especially if you're someone who isn't comfortable or open to talking about it just yet. Uh, then at least they know, then at least they're aware, uh, and then they, they're not in the space where they're getting upset with you because you're acting differently, you're being negative, you're being toxic, and they have no idea why. So communication is very, very uh, important. The next one, reaching out to support networks. For me, I've become comf comfortable enough within myself and vulnerable enough to reach out to people that I trust, people that I know would give me uh, empathy and compassion, but who can also be up front with me and tell me when I'm taking the piss. Very, very important. Uh, reflection, acknowledging growth. One thing for me is I'm someone who doesn't take time to acknowledge myself because I spent so much time in self-loathing, self-hate, self-sabotage, not being worthy of X, Y, Z. Um, I find it very hard to take time to acknowledge myself. So if you are in that space, it helps to have uh, someone who you can communicate to, who can remind you of what it is that you've achieved, uh, who it is that you've become since you've started on the self-development journey. Because obviously, when you're in that space or in, when you're in that mindset, it's very hard to acknowledge your growth and acknowledge the delta uh, you've covered from A to B, from when you started to now. Du -du 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 -du, gratitude. Sorry, guys, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm just reading my notes. Gratitude for the potential growth and another thing of issues. So. One of the most important things about being in that position, if you cultivate that awareness or if you use a journal to help you, I guess, gain some sort of awareness in the moment or after you've expressed what it is that you're going through, it's very, very important that you make time to show gratitude, whether through a gratitude journal or speaking it aloud or even just thinking about it, for the potential growth that's going to come as a result of this moment because obviously something's triggered you uh, whether it's trauma from the past or whether it's uh, something that someone's done something has triggered you to get to this point that's why you're feeling like this and therefore there is potential to grow by delving into that by looking at it bringing attention and awareness to it working through it with intention to grow and being grateful for that growth, for those lessons, for becoming better. <laughs> because I believe that is uh, one of the key elements, one of the points, one of the objectives of being a human being is constantly progressing and getting better. If you're not growing, you're dying. That's it. <laughs> what more can I say? If you ain't growing, you're dying. What else is there? Do, 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 do. Mission coming back for me, coming back to mission, which is making mental health mainstream, prolonging the species on this planet, 
or prolonging the existence of the species, if you don't have a mission, if you don't have uh, some sort of life purpose, delve into your being, delve into what it is that you love doing and try to figure that out because when you are feeling that low, if you can have something that you can go to, to bring that back into your awareness, your field, something that is big, that is going to impact the world, that is going to impact and positively influence lives all over the goddamn planet, you'll find that you'll be able to pull yourself pretty damn quickly out of take your life, you're a piece of shit, to what do I need to do now to become the person that can achieve that mission, that objective, that goal, and to impact the planet. So damn powerful. God damn it. All right. Um, gratitude. So, again, back to gratitude. And it's probably best that you write this in a journal. I just do that. I just write, I am grateful for every morning. And I'll just list off maybe 10 to 20 things that I'm grateful for. Some of them stay the same. Some of them don't. But um, it's all about teaching yourself how to look for the positive i think uh one of richard hawkins books uh, maybe transcendence or something like that he talks about being in different emotional states and correlating that with being in different uh frequencies so we know that the atoms uh vibrate every atom in our body vibrates or, or moves so essentially we're just a big glob of energy and you know being in that gratitude frequency gratitude state we're going to attract it. And of course, teaching ourselves, creating neural pathways, new neural pathways uh, that, I guess, look for something to be grateful for, so, so important. But in terms of gratitude, uh, on this point, it's being grateful for who, who you have in your life, the support you have, the people you have in your life, how they make you feel, um, what it is that you love about them, what you enjoy about them. So for me, one of the most beautiful things in my life is my partner's eyes, my daughter's laugh and her smile. Uh, when my daughter sings to the baby, her baby sister and my partner's belly, the most beautiful thing in the whole wide world. And when my daughter says, Daddy, that is, those are, those are my favorite things and I'll list those all the time. So coming back to that, getting back to that gratitude, gratitude frequency, gratitude state, and then ascending from there to love. So, so good. Now, being grateful for who I am and what I have. It's very easy to become complacent, to take things for granted. You know, it's very easy to take people for granted, but it's so much easier to take uh, the house that you live in, the clothes that you have, you know, if you were homeless, you wouldn't have a home. You wouldn't have the clothes that you have, so you'd more than likely be cold. There'd be a lot of uncertainty. Bringing gratitude back to those small elements, again, building that neuroplasticity, the new neural pathways, and teaching yourself to search for what there is to be grateful for in every situation, in every moment of this goddamn existence. Now, I don't know if this has made sense. I don't know if I've kept on some sort of track, but I feel that it's very important that I put this out there, that I show you that, yes, I might default to, you're a piece of shit, take your life, but I sure as hell don't stay there. 
I don't stay there because my daughters need me. My partner needs me. The people on this planet fucking need me. And I've convinced myself that I'm the one who's going to make mental health mainstream. So I need to be here. I need to be here on this planet. I cannot default to that or stay in that default setting. I've got to be back in here, back confident, um, with self-belief, with self-love, and with love, most importantly, for everyone else on the planet. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me. uh, 0456-223345, that is my phone number. Uh, Message me, because if I see a random number pop up, I ain't answering that shit. (laughs) But if you want to, please message me. I will tell you whatever I can, give you whatever tips, tools, or tactics I can to help you improve your life. Let's do it, fam. Now, before I let you go, you beautiful, beautiful human, I just want to say I hope that you liked that episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please make sure that you share it with your friends, your family, anyone that you think or feel will benefit from listening to this story of vulnerability, the story of courage, this story of overcoming struggle. Now, if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you already know that you sleep in my fridge, inside joke. And please, if you can, subscribe to us on YouTube or give us that five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever podcast platform or app that you use. It'll go a long, long way to helping us make mental health mainstream getting these stories, these stories of courage into the mainstream. Thank you all guys. Ciao.